This is not a paid advertisement, but I do need you to watch something. Last night on HBO, they debuted a brand new television series called The Watchmen. And the season premiere last night both shocked and educated the hell out of some people. The Watchmen is based on a comic book of the same name and typically takes place in a bleak, alternate reality, a dystopian future. And on the season premiere, it showed something horrible. It showed the homes of nearly 10,000 African Americans being set ablaze. It showed hundreds of black-owned businesses being destroyed, targeted and destroyed. It showed hundreds of African Americans being shot and killed by white mobs. And many white viewers last night were appalled by this horrible alternate reality until they learned that what the Watchmen showed last night was not an alternate reality. It was the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre. They started the show not with a fictional account of the United States, but with its deadliest mass shooting, its deadliest hate crime in modern American history. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. say this on the show many times, but I'm actually a historian by training. My undergraduate and graduate degrees are in history. And I know that people often see me uh, when I'm out on the streets or, or traveling the country or the world. People see me as an extension of Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. They, they don't see me as a historian. But so much of the work that I do is grounded in history and in my, in my love of history. And I think there are so many painful, insightful, necessary lessons that we can learn from the past. But in the United States, this nation often hates the reality of its past. It it doesn't mind the romanticized version of it, but the painful, actual, authentic reality of this place that we call the United States of America is destructive. It's painful. Yes, there are good stories peppered throughout, but it is a story of genocide. It is a story of racism and misogyny and violence sparked by those things. It is a story of mass murder and displacement of theft. And Those stories, the real, true stories of this country, they're not taught when you are in elementary school, middle school, and they're not even taught in most high schools. And truthfully, depending on where you went to college, the truth of this country is hardly even taught in America's colleges and universities. And so many of us, thankfully, had professors and teachers and mentors and and historians, you may call them griots, who told us the oral history, the true history, the the hidden history of this country. And one of the things that I learned about, gosh, I'm 40 now, so I mean, I'm talking about in probably the the late 90s when I was still a teenager, was that all the way back 
in 1921, there was a rich, beautiful, and I mean rich in multiple ways, financially rich, absolutely, culturally, uh, relationally. There was a rich, beautiful place, often called Black Wall Street, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and that it was a black mecca of wealth, entrepreneurship, privilege, um, culture, uh, that was not just a place where black folk were surviving, but was a place where black folk were thriving, absolutely thriving. And that shocked me because I knew a little bit about Oklahoma and I had actually traveled to Oklahoma and had been through Tulsa. And there was no black Wall Street in Tulsa. And there are black folk indeed in Tulsa, but it's not known as a place that's thriving. Black folk are surviving in Tulsa today. And I don't think you need me to unpack the difference, but there is qualitative difference between what it means to survive and thrive. And yet in 1921, there was this amazing place that today would seem like fiction. In some ways, it would seem like an alternate reality. And yet in 1921, it wasn't fiction. It wasn't an alternate reality. It was the truth. It was the beautiful truth that there was this thriving place. Um, Some called it Greenwood. It was a, a district in Tulsa that was the epitome of what black folk in this country could do still in the shadows of slavery. And it was a, it was a place of independence, a place of success of education and Had it survived, I think it could very well be the epicenter of black America today. I would say that today black America has multiple uh, capitals, if you will, but probably none greater. We could argue this (laughs) later, but probably none greater than Atlanta. But had Black Wall Street, which was far and away the wealthiest, most successful place for black folk in the entire country in 1921, had it survived and endured and grown, and it was growing exponentially, not just from year to year, it was growing exponentially from month to month, I think the entire country would be different. That's the alternate reality is how would this country be different if Greenwood, if Black Wall Street had survived? Where would the capitals of black America be? How different would Oklahoma be? How different would the the calculus of where black folk live and go for safety and protection and success, how different would it be? if what took place on May 31st and June 1st of 1921 had not happened. And last night on The Watchman, I'm, I'm thankful. I have two friends, and I've been <laughs> as 
sworn to secrecy for months. Um, I have two friends who are working on the show, The Watchmen. I didn't, to, to be completely clear, I did no consulting or advising on the show, but I had two friends who were very proud and excited to tell me that they were working on it and another who was, who was acting on it. And um, now I see why. I had uh, no idea that they were going to go as deep as they did. I knew that the show was going to deal directly with race and racism, and it was going to be somehow at the center of some of what the show was going to be about. But I loved the movie, uh, The Watchmen, this show is not just an alternate telling of that movie. It's it's uh, the characters are different, the storyline is different. Uh, it's not even a one for one telling of the comic book. It just it carries similar themes, uh, similar similar concepts and ideas, but it's something altogether different. And that they started the show episode one with something, and I all morning have been looking at people's live tweets as they watched it in horror that there was this alternate reality where 10,000 black homes were burned to the ground, where over 6,000 African-Americans were detained and arrested, where thousands upon thousands were injured where over 300 African-Americans were killed. Like, they saw this and were like, oh, my God, what, what an awful thought that this could happen. And in real time, you saw as folk, particularly white folk, got on Twitter and realized, oh, my God, this, this actually happened. This is true. I even saw many white journalists. Well, I I guess even I assumed just knew that this this was real, that this had happened openly. And I, I think bravely said, I'm embarrassed to admit that I never knew this happened. Forgive me if you hear some construction going on in the back. We are in a brand new studio and there's construction going on above us and below us and around us. But it was a courageous thing to admit that I just watched a television show and thought I was watching fiction only to find out that what I was watching was real. And and let me be clear, I, I want you to see it and I don't I don't want to spoil it for you. It was a painful, honest earnest depiction of the Tulsa massacre. And one of the things that we don't call it, we don't call it the Tulsa race riot. That's what they wanted to call it. It literally in 1921, it was not a race. I don't even know what a race riot is. It was a massacre. It was some people called it the Greenpoint massacre, the black wall street massacre, the Tulsa race massacre. But it wasn't a Tulsa race riot. Uh, Generally in this country, when we talk about race riots, they're talking about black folk responding with anger and despair and sometimes violence 
in in response to something horrible done to us, the Tulsa race riot was not that. It, that's that's not even an an accurate name to ever call it. It's the Tulsa race massacre, the Greenwood massacre, the Black Wall Street massacre, and it was not only the single deadliest hate crime against African Americans in the modern history of this country. It was the deadliest mass shooting in the modern history of this country. And anytime we say otherwise, and hear me, I have come to know many survivors and family members of mass shootings, unfortunately, all over this country. This is not to take away from their pain or despair. But what happened in Tulsa on May 31st and June 1st was the deadliest mass shooting in modern American history. That was the deadliest mass shooting. That was the deadliest hate crime. And anytime we write that off as if it didn't happen, as if history started after 1921, then we're telling a lie. And it's, it's now nearly 100 years ago. But, but there are survivors today, survivors alive whose family who children who endured it who survived many descendants of the Tulsa race massacre of course are still alive and this changed the entire trajectory of their family I'm going to come back in just a second and uh, I want to give us a different kind of action step for today but first I want to tell you about a brand new sponsor that we have, and we're so glad and excited for their support. I'll be right back. Daily, one of the questions that I get almost every day is, how do I do all that I do in a 24-hour day? And I get people who ask me, do I ever go to sleep? I get people who always ask me, am I a vampire? (laughs) And listen, I do work a lot. But I think the number one reason why I'm able to do what I do, fighting for justice day in and day out, is because every single night I try and normally get a good night's rest. It's the secret, not just to my success, but you'll hear so many productive people say the very same thing. And I just got a brand new mattress from Helix, and it is literally the very best mattress we've ever owned. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete, and it does something I've never done before. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. That's never been how I've gotten a mattress. Normally, you just pick one and you pick how it looks, or you go and kind of randomly flop yourself on it in the store. This is way better, way more professional and specific. Whether you're a side sleeper or a hot sleeper, whether you like a plush or firm bed, with Helix, there's no more confusion and no more compromising on an average or below average mattress. Helix Sleep was just awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 by both GQ and Wired Magazine. That's a big deal. It's a good mattress. Right now, If you just go to helixsleep.com backslash breakdown, 
You can take their two-minute sleep quiz. Go do it. Take the quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. The mattress has a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't like it after 100 nights, just send it back. They'll even come and pick it up for you. And if you don't love it, they'll come get it, ship it back, give you your money back. But I know you're going to love it. Listen, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. You can go right now to helixsleep.com slash breakdown. That's Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash breakdown, and you get up to $200 off. Give it a shot when you get a chance. If you can't get it today or, or tomorrow or next week, maybe you can get it sometime over the holiday. It's a beautiful, wonderful mattress. You're going to love it. Check it out, and then let me know what you think. Action, 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 action. Action, action, action. Steps, take action. I think one of the reasons that I fight for justice the way I fight for it is no, not just because I sleep on a Helix mattress. That's <laughs> because I know the trends of history. And you've probably heard me say this here before on the show. It's hard to know a moment in history when you're in it. History is something that is best understood sometimes in hindsight, uh, in retrospect. And when you are in a painful, even dangerous moment in human history, it can be hard to detect the full gravity of it because you don't have the, the, the hindsight that is often necessary to understand what you're really facing. I believe right now we're facing one of the most dangerous, problematic moments in American history. I believe this moment that we're in right now is one of those moments. And today I have a little homework for you. Often our action steps are all about, uh, you know, making phone calls, about uh, uh, advocacy. Today I want you to do something for your own personal development. I just simply, very simply, want you to do two things. First, I want you to Google Tulsa Race Massacre. Go ahead and try Tulsa Race Riot, Greenwood Massacre, Black Wall Street Massacre. I want you to spend 20 or 30 minutes looking around. Click on the images. You know, search it on Google, but click images. Search it on YouTube as well. It's something I would really like for you to do. Type Tulsa Race Riot. Again, I said that's not how we call it, but it's often how it's been called uh, over the generations. Type Tulsa Race Riot at YouTube, Tulsa Race Riot. Type Tulsa Race Massacre at YouTube. And there have been some powerful documentaries about it that I'd like for you to consider as well. I want you to educate yourself on what this nation has been, where it comes from, what it means. And and I just want you to see this for yourself. And ask yourself, why in the world did it take a new 
series based on a comic book on HBO. Why in the world did it take, let me do the math, 98 years for it to be dramatized on television the way it deserved? Why did it take 98 years? Who is ashamed? What are they worried that we'll do with this information? When we understand what this nation truly is, what it has truly been, it causes you to look at it very differently. Causes me to look at the systems and structures of power and privilege very, very differently. So I want you to Google it. I want you to search YouTube. Please do this. But then I want you, even if you have to sign up for a short free trial, I want you to watch that first episode of The Watchmen. It's now on HBO Go, which you can get a free trial of. If you, uh, if you have cable television or satellite, you can also get a free trial of HBO. Or if not, listen, pay the $15, pay what it may, may cost. It's worth it to me, and I think it'll be worth it to you to see it. To understand the pain, to understand the human cost. You know, today I gave you, I gave you numbers hundreds of people who were killed, thousands who were injured, 10,000 who were left homeless, hundreds and hundreds of wonderful businesses that were burned down and never rebuilt. I want you to understand the human story of what happened in Tulsa, because that, too, is America. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode of The Breakdown. I'm so glad that you all tune in every single weekday, and we'll be right back here. We're on five days a week, every single weekday, Monday through Friday. And we're so grateful and thankful for all of our listeners for tuning in. Please, please, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. There are now so many new great podcast apps. Just find one and subscribe. Tune in, listen daily as we keep you informed, not just of what's going on today, but sometimes I like to teach a few history lessons on here as well. Of course, thank you so much to all of the subscribers of the North Star whose funding and support is really why we're even able to make this podcast. Thank you all so much for your support. And if you want to support this podcast, we would love it if you too would become a member of the North Star. You can do that right now at thenorthstar.com and join today. Of course, thank you so much to our associate producer, Lysandra, and our senior producer, Willis, for their hard work on this and every episode. Take care, everybody.